really organically, really like spontaneously. It's not just going in there and making a noise, folks. <laughs> the Classic Rock Files with Kelly Parker and Mike Young. Hi, Mike. Hi, Kelly. Okay, so this has now become a must-read, this new book, Eruption in the Canyon. Last week we were talking about the one incident in rock history... Okay, there are a few, but one incident in rock history that I would love to have been a fly on the wall, and that is Eddie allegedly holding a gun on uh, Fred Durst of Limp Biscuit as uh, Fred loaded Eddie's gear out into a illegal military vehicle on his lawn for Eddie. That's apparently in this book. Now we've got a new story. Yeah, the author of that book is Andrew Bennett. Now, the backstory of it is Andrew Bennett went to hang out with Van Halen, specifically Eddie, over the course of two years. Uh, it actually started as, uh, you know, come down here for a couple of days, turned into a couple of weeks, turned into a couple of months, and then away we go. He was doing a documentary, and the footage got shown to Eddie, and Eddie said, nope, not going to happen. And so he said, well, I got all these pictures, and I got this footage and stories that I've been told, and so I'm going to put it all in a book. This particular story is something that I've always wondered because you've got young Wolfie Van Halen joining Van freaking Halen, even though his dad's the leader of the band, etc. How much pressure must have been on that kid? And Wolfie's first rehearsal with Van Halen is related in this book. And apparently Wolfgang, super cool about the whole thing. I was more nervous, this is a quote, about my summer jobs mowing lawns than this kid was about joining Van Halen. This is uh, Bennett remembering this. Wolfgang really enjoyed being there. He was having a great time. You'd think a teenager would be like, I can't believe I'm about to join Van Halen and play stadiums. I'm nervous about the big crowds. Wolfgang was just like, ah, let's do this. That's not surprising to me, really at all. Because this is a kid who grew up around Van Halen. His yeah, dad's the guitar player, his uncle's the drummer. You know, it's not like they never played together. If you think this is the first time you walked into a room and the three of them played songs together, you got another thing coming. But the point about not just banging around in the basement with your uncle and your dad, it's a different thing getting serious about it because you are going to go out and play some stadiums at the age of 15. Totally different thing. But this isn't the stadium. This is a rehearsal. I bet he was nervous when he walked out on that stadium <laughs> stage and saw 20,000 people staring back at him. I bet he was nervous then. Who wouldn't be at that point? So apparently in this rehearsal, the first song they played together was Panama. And uh, Bennett says, if you could see the footage, the look on Ed's face is absolutely priceless. He was excited. Now here he is with his brother and his son. And not just messing around and noodling around. Instead, this kid is like some kind of a savant. It was so cool to see Eddie so happy and so into it. Usually he just stands still, doesn't move around in rehearsal. But there were days where he was so excited with Wolf right there. You could see him doing these little stage moves. And it was fun to see him so happy like that. Yeah, it's not often you get the father and the son in the band together. We've seen instances, Bruce Springsteen's E Street Band with Clarence Clemens' son replacing him. We've seen Deacon Fry replacing mm -hmm. his dad and the Eagles. But playing together in the band is not something that we see a lot of. The funny part of this one, at least according to this story, is uh, Wolfie didn't have nerves about playing. What he did have nerves about was calling David Lee Roth because it was apparently Wolfgang who suggested the whole thing. Rehearsal ended one day, and uh, Wolfgang said to Eddie, Hey, Dad, you know what we should do? We should call Roth, see if he wants to get back together to go on tour. And Eddie said, Sure, call him. See, it was just that easy. So we know Wolfgang's a David Lee Roth guy. 
Or maybe he didn't even bother learning the Sammy Hagar material. They started with Panama. Yeah. They played Eruption, they talk about in this story. Yeah. Um, so maybe they didn't even bother with the Sammy material. Maybe. In terms of, hey, pick your favorite stuff, and we'll learn that, and we'll play that. What's interesting the most about this book is that it doesn't seem like it's going to have interviews with Eddie and Wolfgang and Alex. It seems like this is like the fly on the wall. Like you said, this is the, yeah. this is the observer and what they witnessed during this time period. Because all the stories that are laid out in this piece are him saying, this is what I think was going through Wolfgang's mind. Wolfgang was doing this. Eddie was doing this. You know, it's a, it's a, it's yeah. someone from in the background watching these relationships and then telling us what it was like being in the room. But it's also, it's kind of like an unauthorized biography kind of deal. We haven't heard anything from the Van Halen saying yay or nay about this book, but um, usually an unauthorized biography is just a journalist going through sources and things like that. Here's a guy who was actually in the room witnessing a lot of this stuff, taking all of these photos. Uh, so it's kind of like a unauthorized biography plus. But as far as Wolfie's nerves... This is when he got nervous was when he actually had to make the call. He said he sat there and wrote out this script with pen and paper, was really nervous, and he picks up the phone, calls Roth, got his voicemail, and he says, Hi, Dave, my name is Wolfgang Van Halen. Like Roth wouldn't know who he was. I'm the new bass player in Van Halen. We've been jamming lately, and we're wondering if you might want to come jam and maybe go on tour. Give me a call. That was the only time, apparently, when Wolfie displayed these nerves. But that book is a must-read. Can't wait to read that one. Okay, we got more rumors out of the Guns N' Roses camp. And as we know from just Slash alone over the last year, he'll say, oh, yeah, yeah, we're recording. And then like a week later, he'll say, yeah, yeah I don't know what's going to happen. But incredibly, it's been 29 years since Guns N' Roses released an album of new material featuring Axel, Slash, and Duff. But Duff's wife, Susan, says they are working, and I quote now, fastidiously on new stuff. Great word choice. Yeah. Maybe those words will make it into the lyrics of a new Guns N' Roses song. She said she can't say much, but she's heard bits and bobs, and it's pretty epic. Mm -hmm. She said she wants to spread the good news, but uh, not detailed news. So very much in the Jeff Scott Soto camp of <laughs> telling us things without saying anything at all. You know what? She sounds adorable. Duff's wife does not sound like the kind of wife that you would think Duff would have. Now, Duff, very intelligent guy, a financial expert, wrote a column for the Seattle Sun-Times or something for years about finances, but she, his wife, uses words like fastidious and bits and bobs. Delightful. Well, she's excited, and uh, the band is working on stuff. We know this. Uh, the quarantine has probably helped in terms of progressing that faster mm -hmm. than it would have done because they did have some 2020 dates lined up. They only got one out of the bag before everything shut down. So I can't see why we wouldn't unless there's some big thing, get a new album in 2021. Yeah, like we will from a lot of people. Lars was saying that Metallica will probably have a new album out as well. So we'll see. I think this will be, you know, we talked last year about Tool when they released their album and how it was the most highly anticipated rock album in a decade. This will be that, you know, this is... A Duff slash Axel Guns N' Roses album? Yeah. This will be that yep. next most anticipated rock album. Okay, finally here on the subject of uh, new albums coming out, we're finding that a lot of artists, because they're not out on tour or doing other things, they're able to actually concentrate on creating new material. We expect a boom of new material when this whole thing is over. But also, Noel Gallagher, for one, having a chance to go through the archives. Yeah, and archives usually seems a lot more sophisticated than what Noel's doing. He's just rummaging through boxes of old blank CDs and seeing what's on them. <laughs> Having a rummage. And uh, he discovered an old Oasis demo called Don't Stop, which he thought had been uh, lost forever. He said, uh, 
quote, like the rest of the world, I've had infinite time to kill lately, so I thought I'd finally look and find out what was actually on the hundreds of faceless unmarked CDs I've got lying around. As fate would have it, I've stumbled across an old demo which I thought had been lost forever. And uh, it's pretty good. But the production isn't top tier, but I think it's pretty good. I believe it's Noel on the lead vocal. It doesn't uh, sound like Liam. It's Noel on the lead vocal, and I'm going to get to a Liam quote after we hear this song. Okay. Back home where I I will say I've always preferred Noel's lead vocals. Less nasal than Liam. And uh, I think my favorite Oasis song is Don't Look Back in Anger. That's a tremendous pick. Favorite Oasis song. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, he's outstanding. Um, So he released this and he said, uh, I know some of you love this tune, so we thought we'd put it it out there for you to enjoy slash argue over. Funny (laughs) that he used the term we. Was that the royal we? Or is he insinuating that he and Liam had put this out for the world as Oasis? I picked that up as well. Don't hope that it's Oasis putting this out together. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Liam had nothing to do with this, and he went on Twitter after the song was released to make his feelings known. Yeah. He said, quote, Well, there's something missing in this God Almighty stew, and it's your brother. Oi, tofu boy, if you're going to release old demos, make sure I'm singing on it and Bonehead's playing guitar on it. If not, it's not worth a wank. <laughs> so oh. Liam fires at Noel, and obviously uh, he knows this song. He probably thinks that he is supposed to be the one singing on the song and no one went in and overdubbed and re-recorded so yeah oasis not getting back together anytime soon despite pleas that they do it for charity it's not happening although their uh, feud in the uh, media and uh, on twitter continues to be highly entertaining yeah it's really working out well for the fans because we have the music already we have the classic songs and now we get the entertainment of a feud so i feel sorry for you've never seen oasis live that's not going to happen yeah but they have broken up and reunited once before maybe in some strange alternate universe they're going to do that again for now enjoy the entertaining fighting that is the classic rock files 94.3 the drive music director mike young thank you thank you